about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Let's get serious. All right. Hello. <laughs> Let's get serious. 2012. I am Kendall Brent, and I have fantastic guests. First, let me turn this click off that I'm hearing in my head. All right. This podcast does not require a click track. <laughs> Even though there are musicians here today, and we are going to listen to them playing music, I have the CD Seeds hey, in my kitchen. Everybody. Hey there. Everyone say hi. Hi. All right, so these highs that you hear, I'm going to do a little more formal introduction. We've got Mike Ingram. That's me. I play the banjo and sing. Make a little strummy sound. There we go. I'm not going to make you sing. Oh, uh uh-oh. You you can't really play dueling banjos without... I can do whatever I want. But I mean... I'm an American. But who are you dueling with? (laughs) You're dueling yourself. I'm dueling with it. It's internal struggle. 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 <laughs> internal struggle. <laughs> we got the internal struggle going on here. Uh, and then over here on my right, nobody can see this, but on my right, we've got a new seed. Relatively new, right? Yes, sir. Relatively new seed. Joe. Yes. Here's uh, generally what I'm going to be doing tonight. <laughs> Very good. The record he just played a slide whistle and a shaker at simultaneously. Yeah, it was you're pretty much you're pretty much on the level of Kenny G, who can play like He's two saxophones at once. Yes, Joe's a prodigy. I liked that. That was pretty cool. Um, and then we have Margaret. Hello, I'm Margaret. I'm going to be leaning on the mode. Whoa, <laughs> I'm excited about that. Uh, so, I almost feel like maybe to get things going. We should just do this. <laughs> I agree. I couldn't agree more. Uh, seed Seeds here in my kitchen, but they're from Cincinnati, Ohio. They're here in Chicago to play a show at the Reggie's Rock Music Joint. What's yes, it called? Uh, we're, well, there's a rock club and a music joint. They're both in the same building. Mm-hmm. There's two halves of, of a whole. And we are playing in the music joint um, tomorrow evening. And the doors are at 8 o'clock. Right. Tomorrow from when this is recorded... Oh yes. But well, when this, will people be listening? Nobody knows. Nobody they may, knows. Maybe in the future. Gosh, maybe that was a really past. great show we played in Chicago. <laughs> you know, I am uh, actually really excited that we're playing in the music joint mm-hmm. instead of the rock club. Last time I was at the rock club, I kid you not, I saw women hanging from hooks by their <laughs> knees. <gasps> women swinging. Women oh. against oh, their like will. Like a body mod thing. Yeah. Mm, cool. Okay, so the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Fam- the band, the dwarves. Yes, yes. The, the punk band. They had a Halloween show. Oh my and god! And they d- did it to the nines. <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh, wow. it was pretty crazy. They had a guy with a tube going through his nose and out his his mouth mm-hmm. wow. uh, to drink wine through. And people would pay to drink through. The- drink anyway, wine through that guy's head. <laughs> yeah. He was just sort of a uh, filter filtering it. Yes. yes. With good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, with- Oh my! I, I think this is the time to just dive in and not let me uh, talk so negatively. About. Seeds aren't about negative. There's nothing about negative. There's nothing negative about drinking wine through a dude's nose. <laughs> no, I mean it yeah, really depends on how it all depends on the dude. How huh? it all shakes out, yeah. Or the wine, right? I mean, there are variables involved that may <laughs> infinite determine. variables <laughs> in the head drinking ceremony. All right, so Let's play a song. So yes, uh, but the date you were talking about was. Uh, tomorrow from today which is January today's January 21st mm-hmm. I may be just making this more complicated the show is January 22nd <laughs> correct <laughs> so maybe that's today maybe it was yesterday well, we maybe it was a year ago years I should add the year time. January 22nd 2012 time is relative it indeed and with that we will uh, now listen to a song live or in the past uh, performed by the Sea Seeds. This song is called Ethel from their album Verb Noun. And 
Margaret's playing my Moog Prodigy, and I'm very excited about it. That's the one. All right, guys, whenever you're ready. It's very, very nice. I love hearing you guys play music in my kitchen. <laughs> it's really nice to be here playing music in your kitchen. I like playing music. It, is. it makes me so, feel so warm in the depths of winter. <laughs> we I, got, don't, I don't know if any of the listeners get a chance to actually see your house, but it is beautiful. It is they, don't, really nice. they don't. They <laughs> don't. He doesn't let them all in. <laughs> actually, you know, I'm sure some of the listeners have seen my house, but... But it is beautiful. It's not a feature of listening. I could put a picture of my apartment as the thing you see when you listen to the podcast, but that would be a little weird. Well, I think maybe we are just channeling the energy of the house into the microphones for your bis- you know, listeners to uh, mm. see orally. I'll take it. That's what I... I think it. it might be one of those things where everybody already knows what it looks like. Like in their mind's eye? Mm-hmm. They know. They just know. Let's not ruin it for them. Don't spoil the was a, What if it was an animated GIF? <laughs> <laughs> like a back and forth. What like would a, animate? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, it could be just like a, a, a shot from, like, I don't know, from the front door, um, maybe uh, looking at your couch, and somebody's doing a backflip on it, and as soon as they land the backflip, <laughs> it like flips back, and then, you know, oh, it just right. keeps... I really like that. That might that might be okay 
in lieu of a not picture. Of mm-hmm. Your well, I'll work on that. <laughs> Everybody, uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, so, what I, I was checking, you guys were here, um, Mike and Margaret at least, mm-hmm. representing the CD Seeds. Uh, it was in February, I believe. I think I I wasn't sure the exact date we recorded, but you played the show mm-hmm. in February of uh, 2011. Mm-hmm. Last time you were here, and you were on the podcast. Um, we had a wonderful chat, and you played some songs. You played nomenclature and the Coyote song mm-hmm. that that time. Um, what's uh, what you been up to? Oh my god! It's been a year. What's changed? It hasn't been quite a year yet. My hair got longer. Yeah. yeah. My hair got shorter. So you're wearing a hat, so I can't tell exactly. Yeah, I'll but... show you. Ah! Oh. No! Put it back on! Wow. <laughs> Look at that length. I know. I know. A, a Tressa May commercial just down. happened. It, yes, it did. It gets in my way when I have it down. Yeah. Isn't there like a term for that, like the, the dropping down the hair and then swishing it like that? Like, like the Fabio swish? Yeah, maybe it's the Although he maybe that's a Let's just brand it. Right. Let's brand it. The Margaret Swish. Yeah. The Margaret Swoosh. Mm. You'll get sued. And Joe, your hair is shorter. It is. Is that the only thing that's different from you now, from a year ago? <laughs> well, I'm in the band. Oh! <laughs> Let's talk about that. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Where did uh, you come from? I am from Cincinnati. Um, we knew each other. Uh, I played drums and uh, guitar in some rock bands in Cincinnati. Um, and we had Anything you might have heard of? Uh, I played drums in a band named The Frankel Project. Mm. Like, and what's your last name? Uh, Frankel. Well, well, well. <laughs> the plot thickens. Yes. Now I am in no way the uh, the leader of that band. Not really it's the just leader. Just named. Yeah. In name only. Mm. Um, and then I, I played in you know a hardcore punk band. I, I've been kind of all across the map as far as I draw from a lot of musical influences, I guess. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, this is actually the first band that I've played in that, um, instead of being as aggressive, is more about, you know, enlightenment and positivity, which has been uh, a pretty awesome thing for me to learn mm-hmm. how to express in my music. I'm either sad and lonely on my guitar solo, <laughs> or I'm, you know... Angry and loud? Yeah, yeah hitting, hitting the dickens out of my drums, <laughs> trying to get out some stress from uh, the work day, so... This is a very positive thing. Mm. And how and how did how did it happen? Well, actually, I think we're only going to talk about you today. <laughs> I'm good with that. He's a very interesting person, and I, uh, I like him. Can we get the lighting right in here for that? I was going <laughs> to say somebody lighting. somebody put some like mood music on. Mike, can you do some dramatic yeah. banjoing? Well, it was August of <laughs> 1923 when my great grandpa was born, and. Uh, my great-grandpa's name was Mike, and his uncle was named Joseph M. Frankel, M. for Mark, meaning the, uh, my sister's brother, uh, second removed. He had a dog named Jojo, that's where I got my name, and, uh, we recorded a couple ruckets, had a good time, and, uh, here I am today. Joe Frankel, 1863. Joe met an untimely death. <laughs> but not before leaving a legacy of music. Yes. <laughs> no, but in actuality... You weren't really named after the dog? I mean, some of it's true. It's half the... <laughs> I mean, Actually, all of that was true. Except the date. It's not a date. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Joe filled in for some shows this summer while Brian was on vacation, and then he just kind of slid right in there. And then... Brian's taking a break from playing live music, and now we got a new drummer, and his name is Joe. So, but how did how did you know the seeds to uh, originally? Well, I think uh, one of my former bands um, played with one of uh, with them on one of their like first shows, like a really long time ago. Yeah, it was. Um, so I, was that? I don't remember. Orange I think cat. it was the Orange Cat. It was at the Orange Chris Cat. Brandis. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, it was a basement show. It was our third show ever, and we played with one of Joe's bands. And that was before they had a drummer. 
That's true. Well, and we see each other, you know, every year at Cincy Punk Fest, you know. Um, <laughs> Here we are again. <laughs> and, you know, we were, you know, you know, you just meet up and we were already familiar with each other and each other's music when the time came for us to, you know, really need a, a better percussion fit. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it seems it seems like um, you see these seeds. To me, it's like you were always such like the personality of the people in the group like anyone who's been in a band knows that <laughs> being able to get along and like the other people and have like similar musical ambitions and have the same level of dedication like these are the impossible challenges that exist beyond anything that has to do with actually creating music oh, yeah. <laughs> and so i would i would think that um mm-hmm. you know choosing choosing someone to to be entered into this fold was not a decision that was taken lightly no there was a there's you know probably like three entire whiteboards with scribbles <laughs> not this of guy bad very, hair very bad complicated hair <laughs> physics equations mm-hmm. um a couple of uh uh profane sketches and then we were like oh yeah joe he's the right fit right and then how did they approach you about this joe well, I got a call one day. It was 18 and 52. It was a telegraph. No, wait. A candygram. Candygram. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. Um, I got a call. Uh, <laughs> Next thing I knew, I was just in the band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it was literally like, we, you know, we need a drummer for this show, you know, because it's already booked and we got to do it, you know. And it was a really easy pickup. And then, like, well, do you want to play this show too? Okay. <laughs> I pretty much I keep myself available to doing uh, most things on the spot because oh. oh, refrigerator got angry. <laughs> I don't know. We got angry refrigerator. Give it a give it a punch there. Give it a little. Oh, All right. Refrigerator wow. has something that it wants to say. <laughs> <laughs> it wants to say. Now hold on. Now. I'm cold in here. <laughs> Uh, it'll pass. It'll I'd pass. like to comment on this particular <laughs> subject. They're getting it all wrong. Yeah, harumph, harumph. I was there. <laughs> well, I, th- I think that I can't certainly speak for them in the past year, uh, what they've done, because I was only with them for, I guess, half of that. Mm. But uh, I definitely, it's taken a lot of transitioning for everybody to get in the swing of, uh, you know, a new workflow. Mm-hmm. And I, I also, uh, I, I play a lot of, of instruments, and I think that we've been, try, I guess, trying to figure out a new way to utilize some of the new tools that we have all together. Because it's not only me, but we all, I think everything is additive. And uh, once you throw a different uh, thing in the mix, you know, once you throw a little bit more sugar hmm? in the mix, Maybe you're going to get a little bit different brownies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Special and, brownies. Uh, yeah. Sweeter ones. Sweeter ones. I mean, if you just add sugar, that's what will happen. That's, Pretty cut but if you add actually. mint, mm. mint, mint oh yeah, mint and chocolate. There's a history of that. <laughs> There's a history There's of history adding of mint combination. to chocolate. Yeah. There's some. Precedent. I hear it works really well. well. It depends what you're trying to do. Make your brownies more delicious, mm. or your cookies, or your. And that's tea. what. And that's what this was sort of like. How to sweeten the seeds? Yeah. yeah. You're like, man, these brownies are great. I really like the chocolate chocolate goodness and they're like what mint are you guys now really talking about adding mint or is this like code for marijuana <laughs> well, actually i was talking about mint really all right yeah Mar- like it's 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 a you know the delicious pile of goodness treat but then just, it's also effervescent okay that's where just want to make sure that i was on the same page <laughs> were you I think I was in outer space for a second right. i'll tell you um the, your um pop cover covering your microphone yeah the pop filter there yeah um from from like where it's intersecting your face (laughs) it looks like this majestic rainbow mustache Uh, rainbow mustache yeah it's like perfect like you know oh yeah the shape of Uh, rainbow yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) should is that a good look for me (laughs) yeah and actually if i really like if i no wait i really want to know is that a good look a little bit (laughs) if i blur my eyes a little bit you look you've kind of like a cartoon goatee <laughs> like i should be in like a old timey popeye cartoon or oh something. oh my gosh or an akewood hmm. akewood yeah it, I don't know. um there are you a couple should. of characters that have 
kind of ridiculous um like mustache goatee things and akewood yeah just this like akewood.com it was voted time magazine's uh top graphic novel of 2000 which is why you should read it who does who uh chris onstad chris onstad out of the california no he's in seattle now i don't know interesting all right we'll put that on the list put that on the list akewood.com i think it is it is uh really really fantastic comic Slash long form. I wouldn't whatever recommend you the mustache okay. beard thing, right. um, but I'm enjo- I'm enjoying it from this like vantage point. I can I yeah, love I can this, but don't ever do that. Perspective, if it, I don't want to freak you out. It's I'm just it made made my mind wander for a second, and when I came back in, we were talking about something that sounded like code for marijuana. <laughs> you may be stoned right now. I might. No, listen, my mom used to. Uh, I make, make no promises. My mom used to make like brownies all the time. And she'd make once a year, once a year, she would like take a, a whole like box of Andy's mints and just put them on top mm. and it would just melt onto it. Yeah, I'm there. Put me on the team. Sign me up. And it would harden again. Coach. So you have like this crunchy chocolatey shell yeah. that was also mint on top of your favorite brownies. Magic brownies. shell. Wow. Magic shell. Magic shell was always really disappointing. It didn't like, seem it magic. It melts on the, and it's hard. And then you're like, oh, it's just. Kind of dumb, bad chocolate. Mm. It, yeah, they, you don't taste it. it. They had Reese's. Never shell. had. No, it was really good. I, I just like the product name. Magic you know, shell. How, magic can you, how can you not want to buy something that has magic in the title? How often do you get to eat magic things? Exactly. You know, I, I might, I might go ahead and, you know, say that my entrance into the band was like adding magic shell. A on magic ice shell cream. that was really good. A Reese's magic shell. To me. I like on, on I like an saying. ice cream that was already sweet and delicious. Mm. Mm. Well, I will say I saw I had the good fortune of seeing uh, the three of you play together at the Southgate House um, over when was it December or something? Yeah, December twenty eighth. Yes, December twenty eighth. Uh, and when you hear about a band that you love changing a member you get nervous you get scared you think my ice cream's gonna taste a little different yeah maybe the ice cream is gonna be has this ice cream been melted and put back into my cone exactly refrozen refrozen is it gonna have that sort of ice crystally edge that nobody has it been in grandma's deep freeze has (laughs) it been is this this year's peppermint stick ice cream or is this last year has this band been in grandma's deep freeze That's kind of what I was thinking on December twenty eighth, two thousand eleven, but I I I really enjoyed your performance. It felt CD to me. I love Brian, obviously, and miss miss seeing his fuzzy face. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, our, uh, our beard quotient went down considerably. But Joe, you did a great you did a, you did a great job that time I saw you there. Well, thank you. I I think I'd like to wrap up this uh, this food conversation by saying something that I heard about Etta James today, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, God rest her soul. It was Etta James, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I just looked over. I don't know. I'm always looking for confirmation around people. Um, <laughs> just she's, confident. She said, Own it. She said, when you have a sweet dish, you got to make it a little salty. When you have a savory dish, you got to add a little sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I like that so much. Smart woman. She was a smart woman. She was talking about our band. She was. She was ahead of her time. So, I guess to summarize, uh, in a way that it hasn't been said already, uh, change is good. Yeah. Change is inevitable, so you may as well make it good. That's right. And it's the kind of point because you know you were when I saw you were also playing Southgate House, which is which is gone now, and and a lot, and that was something in Cincinnati. Well, it's actually a Newport, Kentucky venue. That South everyone, Cincinnati. South Cincinnati that everyone loved, and it's been, had been around for a long time. Now it's gone, and and so you guys were playing there like one of the, the few a night a couple of days before it closed, mm-hmm. and people were sad about that. But um, it was a good. Uh, it was a good way for me, someone who doesn't live there anymore, to come back and, and visit the venue one last time and yeah. see a band that I love there and uh, have a happy kind of association memory with with that. So uh, change change all around. Yeah. Change all around. Now, Joe, when people 
who knew you from those other bands then heard you were going to be playing this band uh if stylistically it was very different did that confuse them uh not really no no one was confused i think my number one response was oh tight (laughs) number two response was like oh tight and did you feel like uh because sometimes you play sometimes you're in a band and uh that's of a certain genre but that may not be what you love the most even necessarily and uh, well, that surprises people sometimes because they're like, why are you doing this thing that isn't the thing that, that you love the most? Do you think, and you described it as like that you had been in these sort of hardcore bands and, and that sort of thing, and now you're, the CCs are hardcore in a different way, yeah. let's say. Yeah. Do you feel, how does it feel as like a form of expression in a, in a different way? Do you feel like you're expressing something that you've always wanted to and and now you have an outlet for it or or is it you tell me you tell me um that's an interesting question uh i think that firstly uh what i'm attracted to in music is not about the style and that sometimes the style complements uh what i love about it which is um you know a genuine response to anything uh and i think at a young age i resonated very very strongly with you know anxiety and uh and aggression and rebellion you know just like a lot of people uh and i don't think it was weird for people to see that um i was expressing myself in a different light i think that it was uh i I think a natural progression for me and that, I mean, I've always loved folk music. I, I grew up on folk music. My mom and dad played it. So uh, I guess it all comes down to, you know, accessibility. You know, people are going to play punk music if they're always listening to the Dead Kennedys and, uh, you know, um, sleeping on sidewalk. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to be in, in an environment that, I'm able to choose somewhat uh, what I'm exposed to, I guess. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling through the dark on this one. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to explain. Uh, Not so good at articulating my um, musical um, uh, prowess. I don't know. I'm I'm a very, uh, as an artist, I think, that I'm very uh, elusive and that I don't look at things very pragmatically or very uh, cerebral, which I think that Mike and Margaret do to the nth degree. <laughs> they are, you know, planners. They are uh, incredible at mapping out where they're going to go before they go. They're, they're very, uh, um, you know, that, um, I think that I fill a gap with the CDCs very well because I'm 100% like... What's the word? I don't know. Someone help me here. Intuitive, uh, maybe? Yeah, intuitive is a perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, very musically, like, you know, I feel myself around uh, and uh, do things very intuitively, and they, they got the brains behind it. So I think that it's a, it's a good symbiotic relationship. I don't know how I got there from where we were going. So maybe I'll just no, that was, that was talk good. about the... Uh, brownies I made back in 15 and 37. Did they say the year like that back then? Yeah, well, there, it was always... It's reading. usually like the quote and it's like, it was like Frederick Douglass, 1861. <laughs> but did they say 18 and 61? No, this was Ken Burns Civil War thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. all. The Rebs have attacked today and not... <laughs> And our company is down to only five boys. I fear that I shall never see the farm again. Five boys and three boots. <laughs> supplies are limited. And we don't know when we shall see more supplies come through. <laughs> Timmy James, 1863. All right. Well, I think at well, this point, right. <laughs> uh, perhaps we should hear another song. Why don't we... Um, 
play a song from record. from the record. The record off the record. Um, but on the record, yes. So we're going to listen to a song called "I Am the Conductor." I am the conductor, mm-hmm. off of also verb noun. Mm-hmm. And you recently made a music video for this song. We did. It is available on the internet, um, also on our website. But uh, yeah, we we released this music video in early November, and it was um, kind of the world's introduction to Joe, because you know they were like, "Hey, look, look at that guy!" And um, it was a, a tremendous experience because it was a full 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 production, full cast crew, mega blowout. Rockstar video. I mean, I had Mega. like I had a chair and a uh, like a, uh, a st- with a, a star ma- on it. I had a stylus. Did like, it have your name on the chair? Yes. Did it? Um, I, I had a stylus. I had someone, you know, put um, spray stuff in my hair and and make it go the way that it naturally would never go. And you had hair and put, makeup. Yeah, put makeup on and give me touch ups on set. It was mm-hmm. awesome. We're um, we're presently endeavoring to make a music video for every song on the Verb Noun release, and so every song, every, every song. single one, and so you know we it's had ludicrous. we had met with the director and had kind of said, well, you know, these are claimed and these are open. What would you like? And he he picked I'm the conductor and uh, worked on the concept with us and uh, put this team of all stars together, and it was just it was like a dream. It was awesome. <laughs> A dream that we can hear the soundtrack to now. Uh, let's see if this works, <laughs> and then let's we'll talk about the video some more after uh, we hear the song. So, let's see. Conductor. No, I am. <laughs> that was a little, that was CC's Island Conductor off of Verb Noun. I like that song. I like it too. I Thanks. like it too. I'm glad. Um, 
so in the video, you seem to be prisoners of some sort. Big time prisoners. You're um, dangerous. 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 That's criminals. why we have so many armed guards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering about that. What What did they think you were going to do? Cause a ruckus. So, so, the, so you're uh, you're dressed in sort of um, slightly prisonerish, prisonerish, prisonerish garb, mm-hmm. and uh, there are guards there that are sort of watching over you, as well as some other watchers. Mm-hmm. And then as you play, I mean, I don't want to spoil spoiler alert. Well, it's only a two and a half minute thing, so even if you, you should, spoil it, people yeah. should just watch it anyway. Watch it anyway. You should watch it. <laughs> watch it and see what happens in it. another minute. Or you something. should have watched it while. You could have watched it while you the could song have synced played. it up. Like like uh, you could have, you know. I guess I guess maybe uh, maybe by the time you listen to this, you will have uh, edited in some sort of count off where everybody has to hit play on YouTube at the same time, perhaps, and crash the server. I might just make this whole thing a video. <laughs> The beginning is just an animated GIF of my apartment. <laughs> and then when it gets to the song... You just cut in the video. You cut in the video. No, I like this. We'll see. We'll see. So you get to work on that. <laughs> and then, uh, anyway, so as the song progresses, uh, you all sort of rebel mm-hmm. a little bit against your captors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are the conductor. Yeah. One of the things that... <laughs> Mike, what? <laughs> what happened? Nothing is fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> oh, it's so entertaining to listen to people laugh at things you don't know. Who's laughing at things who doesn't I, know? If anyone's listening to this, they just heard at least, I'd say, seven seconds of like laughing without explanation. I've got no explanation. I just have the giggles. Exactly. So I'm saying, you know, you're in the dark. Maybe you're seeing the animated GIF, maybe not. But you're hearing some <laughs> chuckling. You don't know who's chuckling or why they're chuckling, but you get to listen to that. Look, you know what? I don't know why people might listen to this. I don't know who they are. I don't know how many of them there are. I'm not really people concerned. Like I don't even really care. I'm not concerned about them. Hey, let's get serious. <laughs> this is about us here right now. Anything else is bonus. All right? <laughs> What were you? What were you asking? I was. I was about to say oh, that uh, we we touched on this briefly the last time we talked about meaning of lyrics mm-hmm. and how um, and not wanting to interpret them for other people necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song. This was a short. It's a relatively short song. Mm-hmm. Two and a half minutes, something like somewhere around there, and. I would think collectively, there aren't really that many words lyrically, right? You say I'm I'm the conductor many times. Mm -hmm. Not that it's filler. I mean, it's it's, it works. It's good. (laughs) But I'm just saying there there are not a lot of words, which kind of allow you to focus and really like think about what is being said. And I'm wondering, you. You want people to like come to their own thoughts. Do people come to you and share those thoughts very often? They do. Um, I've I've had folks um, like I'll just be sitting at a bar having a drink or something, and someone will recognize me. Uh, usually, just because I'm wearing a hat. Maybe they recognize you from from the hat. I'm the well, only... soon they'll get to know your hair whip, and then you'll have a whole <laughs> other situation. Um, and we'll uh, confirm my identity with a question. Hey, are you Margaret from the CD Seeds? And I'll say I am. Um, Good answer. And, uh, and, and they'll say, hey, you know, I was wondering this one song of yours. Is it about? And then they'll, you know, finish it with what they think it's about. I, I, I actually really disappointed um, this one very nice gentleman I met in, in exactly that same situation tapped me on the shoulder at a bar, asked me if I was Mark from the CD Seeds, and said his favorite song of ours was called is, is our song The Push, which is on our second release, um, Count the Days. And um, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so flattered that you know our music. I'm thrilled that it, you know, that there's anything that stands apart to you and that you enjoy it. 
And um, he's like, yeah, you know, um, I just have to ask, you know, I've got uh, I've got a friend who is uh, military, is a pilot, and, you know, you have a lot of flight imagery uh, you kind of describe in your lyrics as your song about a pilot. And he starts to, like, tell this anecdote of his friends about, like, wartime and fighting, and is it your song <laughs> about this? And I was like, no, you know, it's 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 not. Um, and I tried to explain, you know, I really... I really love that um you know we write our our songs intentionally to leave interpretation open um so well, sometimes intentionally and other times we just don't tell people what we're necessarily trying to express um and he was so disappointed i mean like like i like broke his soul that day mm -hmm. uh, it was tough he thought he'd found the soundtrack to like this one he probably know. went home and he was like he's like ah He's like, I thought, I thought this band spoke to me, but they don't. They're just like all the other ones. And he probably threw it in this like pile that he's like stomping on. Sad piano music started. Set on fire or something. I now did, so you told him no. I did tell him no. But why? You had a choice there. I did, but I had. I was you also said, at a bar. You could have um, said. You can infer you can, from being yeah. in a bar that I might be having some drinks. It might not have been one hundred percent. I'm flexible. I've, I, you know, I've got like you know, I've got the things that you know. I've, I stand. I, I believe in. I stand up for what I believe in, except like you know when I compromise myself, and then I could just be anybody, and I could just do anything. And um, anyway, that was maybe a halfway point. Halfway between uh, whatever and oh, I'm gonna actually tell this guy. Yeah. Hmm. So when somebody gets it spot on and they're like, Margaret, hey, is this a song? It's <laughs> <laughs> about that. It's. Just... I don't know what they would sound like exactly. We have, but... I think we've only got. We. I mean, we we only have a handful of songs that are really. I think, um, at least from my perspective, very obvious. Um, and. Um, you know, the only the only times that we've kind of been called out on these things have come from friends that n that know uh, very intimately, like the experiences that we're articulating. Our family, um, you know, it's uh, it, usually when people come up to us and they're asking about lyrical content, um, they're not doing it because they're they're you know it's like a compulsive thing. Um, it's like compulsive curiosity. Like usually, folks are approaching us because. For some reason, that song means a lot to them, um, and with the exception of uh, the friend of the pilot, and I just totally, just I totally, you know, spilled the gobstoppers on that one. Um, <laughs> you know, if 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 somebody thinks that a so our song is about something else that relates to their life, you know, they're absolutely right. Like, why why can't it be written to be wide open and have multiple meanings um, depending on your own life experiences? So, you know. I'll, you know, would congratulate anybody on um, coming to their conclusions about it, and and thank them for being engaged in in our music and in what it means to them. So, but is, do you typically neither confirm nor deny? Just yeah. except for just this one guy. Yeah. Um. The, and 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 I should say also that oftentimes, um, when when folks are talking to us about lyrical content, it's not it's not always is is your song about this? I've got to know. Sometimes it's. I was going through a really tough time and this was what was happening in my life and this song got me through it because it is about you know XYZ. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I don't, you know, don't want to speak speak for you here but I think that uh it's it's definitely humbling getting any kind of a a pure response like that or or a question cuz uh I think generally um human and uh genuine honest emotion which is pretty much what all good songs are about or contain. I think that that resonates in people. You know, they fill in the gaps. They hear someone being being true and honest, and it uh, reminds them of something very near and dear to them that's going on in their life. And, yeah. and then what about the three of you being in sync? I mean, I would imagine um, as you're writing songs, there's probably a certain amount of communication about what the song's about. Oh yeah, but yeah. but beyond that, like for you, Joe, when you came in, mm -hmm. did you need to know? Like, did you ha did you a find yourself asking at any point, like, what is this song about that I'm playing, <laughs> or or did you do that intuitive thing that you do? <laughs> well, you know me, I do the uh, intuitive game. You know. uh, I don't know. 
it, it wasn't uh, as important. I'm I'm uh, more solely into the music and lyrics. Certainly, are uh, you know hugely important. Um, but uh, firstly, focus on one thing at a time. That's what my daddy <laughs> always taught me. And uh, secondly, you know. Uh, <laughs> think that the music expresses itself very well and i'm trying to get in tune with that first and foremost all right well why don't we hear another song you're gonna play another one here uh in my kitchen flooded mm-hmm. also from verb now, verb now. um and and for people who like these songs and want to hear more verb noun how do they do it Oh my gosh, there are so many different avenues. Um, you know, I guess the the proper thing to say as the band that has the web domain um, be to direct you to our website, which is thecdseeds.com, S-E-E-D-Y-S-E-E-D-S. Um, from there, there's links to, you know, uh, well, there's all sorts of information, but you can stream our music uh, from that site, and there's links to where you can see our videos and um, engage with us, you know, on the Twitter and on the Facebook and all that stuff. Um, or you could just Google us or look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter. But you can you can buy the album on the website. You can buy the album on the website. You can also buy it on uh, iTunes. You can the we we've got a like we've got a store where you can buy a physical copy on our website. If you want digital, we're on iTunes and Bandcamp and all that stuff. All right, and you have records, physical vinyl records as we well. We do, we do, yeah. You know, um, it's it's an interesting thing how the tables have turned as um, as CDs have become less and less you know valuable um, with with the onslaught of the digital era um as i'm i'm you know trademarking it right now (laughs) the digital Um, era the digital era um folks who folks who are interested in having something physical um seem to be finding more value in vinyl i mean outside of you know, us geeking out about having something on vinyl or about, like, the audiophile aspect of hearing something, you know, um, with the fidelity of vinyl as opposed to something that's compressed a different way for different media. Um, when you're talking about just a keepsake that someone wants to collect or have, uh, vinyl, you know, is, is something that folks are purchasing while CDs are not. So um, for, for all those reasons and more, we put out a couple of... Uh, I think it's just presence. that um, you know when when CDs became <clears throat> uh, up and you know that was how you bought music, uh, you physically had to have something like it, it wasn't a choice. And with digital, allowing the choice to have something physical or no, people are becoming more critical about what that physical thing is because you know a little piece of plastic is you know is one thing, and then if you try to cram any more content, physical content in that thing. You know, you can maybe give them a poster, but it's folded up into a little postage stamp. And then you have to, you know, it's the, the quality of what you're holding and what you're touching and what you're collecting and going to have for the rest of your life goes, um, you know, one way or the other, depending on whether you want the physical thing or not. So it's not, an, and when it, when it loses its intrinsic necessity of, I can't get it any other way, I have to have a CD, I'm going to stick it in my computer and throw it away versus uh vinyl i think people are are becoming more critical of of you know if i'm gonna own something it may as well be something nice so i think uh, vinyl is nice and weighty and uh allows you to do a lot more things so like for instance our vinyl comes with a digital download so you already you know have the have the the, on your computer like everything else but but if you want the physical object to hear this you know that's why I'm going to start recording this podcast direct to vinyl. <laughs> With a, a pulley system? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah. I'm sure probably Jack White's figured out a way to sure. do it out of a truck. He's got a really cool thing going on down in Nashville. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about the uh, the you know music venue that he opened up and he records live to vinyl. And uh, really? it's out of limited yeah. pressings of it. Hmm. No, I hadn't heard that. I think it's kind of cool. Oh, you guys should do that. 
the yeah. way we are yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. So, sorry for the diversion. Flooded. See seats. And go. I mean, when you're ready. for the full fade out there at the, the end. Yeah, that's really out. respectful. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Be disrespectful to the song. Mm. That sounded really great. Thank you. Thanks. I like that. 
And if you like it, you can meet us over at the <laughs> www.thecdseeds.com. Yes, yes. And if you'd like to hear more uh, of them here in my kitchen, you can listen to episode 11 from last year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I'll put a little linky, linky, linky dink, dink there. <laughs> what is this episode? This is episode 27. Oh, congratulations. Wow. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yes, yes. I, I for some reason I need to get more people playing music though, mm, mm. because that's. We'll all come back and do our solo things. Oh great, yeah. great! When is that happening? Our next project is three solo records. <laughs> Are you going to release them together though? Yeah, yeah, it's that's a box great. Set. Just like um, Kiss, Kiss when they did that. Did that. That's good because then you get all the people sort of like deciding which which one's their favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Everybody. Yeah, this will put this will put like all of those, all of the debate to rest. All oh, debate's best. <laughs> some people, you know, Mike is carrying that. Carry, like Margaret, just a hanger on. She, <laughs> you know, oh, I'm Mike's, just there to look pretty. <laughs> she's just there to whip her hair out of back she and forth. She whips her hair back and forth. She, she whips her, her hair back, back and forth. Um. So there, you've got the show at Reggie's, and then you're also playing January 25th in Columbus, Ohio, at mm-hmm. the Summit. Mm-hmm. I don't know that place. It's a newer place. Um, they've done a lot of um, venue shifting over in the Columbus area. They are a venue shifty. They're kind of place. shifty venue-y kind of places, you know. Surprisingly good restaurants in Columbus. I seem to remember. That's true. That's what we keep hearing, and one of these days we're going to find one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, because uh, we're a, a band of vegetarians, and um, I've heard especially that there are really good vegan spots in Columbus. And as much as like we make it like an, an, a mission outside of music to eat, um, if, if there's a place on the road we hear is very good, if we can make it, we want to try it out. And for some reason, we've just been just terrible about searching for good food in Columbus, as if Columbus doesn't, it doesn't, you know, matter like other cities do. What's wrong with us? I personally, I go to, I've, I've been there a few times with, with some punk bands and pretty much every single time play a basement show that's like right down the street from go Buckeye Daniels. Oh yeah, Buckeye Donuts. Buckeye Donuts. Get a Buckeye falafel donut. sandwich. Those donuts. They have a are what? So good. They have a falafel sandwich at Buckeye Donuts. Yes, they do. That's weird. And they also have incredible donuts. Hmm. I mean, that's not to be, not to be swept under the rug. Oh, they the donuts. Yeah. Anytime I've ever been to Columbus, it leaves. Wait, it leaves, and then I stay. No, <laughs> I leave, and then it's with a sack of Buckeye Donuts. Right, yeah, Those are some good donuts. They are, man. Dense. <clears throat> Dense and doughy. Uh, and doughy. Dense and doughy. So nutty. Just like me. <laughs> what? You're know. dense, doughy, and nutty, sometimes covered in glaze. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think... Oh, is that code for marijuana? <laughs> oh, no. That's a good callback there, Margaret. That was really funny. Have you ever taken an <laughs> improv class? See, the best part about what just happened, <laughs> and, and with the whole you can't see what we're seeing, is a, a really great comedic wink. That Margaret mm. gave during that. It was good. I that tried to could slow have been it down, a just borderline bl- creepy. Animated gif in itself. <laughs> uh, well, I'll try to remember. There's a place in particular I remember in Columbus. I'll try to remember what's called off the uh, off the air. Uh, but in Chicago, there's like you've got some places here that you love, though, right? Yeah. We uh, we usually make a big kind of? stink about going to Chicago Diner, but this yeah. time around we've had a, a number of um, uh, folks sa- saying. You should really try out this other this one place, and and Joe can back us up because he's he's a, a fan of uh, Karen's cooked, and then we've mm-hmm. also been uh, told to try Karen's raw. I've heard of the raw place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Apparently, there's a cooked place as well. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, when you're in Columbus, try if you can find something good to eat. In that, uh, I don't know why I even brought up food for there. Uh, you're playing with the Kyle Swashes, and winter makes. Sailors, mm-hmm. I played with those Kyle Swash. Those Swashes are the Kyle Swash. He's a good guy. Yeah, very he's, a, he's such a wonderful guy. He's a he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a staple, and um, not only are the Swashes a great band, and they're you know the band from Columbus that everyone knows, but um, he also books a lot of shows in in the Columbus area, and so he's an instigator of the scene as well as a member. Here's to you, Kyle Swash. 
And what are the big plans for 2012 in CDC land? We are we're writing new material. <laughs> up, up. We are um, we are working on some pretty big ideas for our stage show. Um, pyrotechnics. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, more videos until we're out of songs to make videos. How many videos have you made from Verb Noun? Just two. Three? Three. Wait. Or. No, not really on. Oh, yeah. Well, we're about to shoot our third. Yeah. We've got two out there in the world. We're working on. Three right now. Yeah, we've got a couple in pre-production. Sounds like you've got your work yeah. cut out for you. There's a lot yeah. of work. <laughs> um, we're going to be doing some touring in the spring um, with a couple of other bands, and um, probably do some festivals in the summer. Any? I don't know. Any some South by Southwest. Are yeah. you? Uh, do you have Chicago plans? To come um, back? Come Chicago back. is always <laughs> as often as possible. Um, yeah. We don't have another date. Uh, yet on our docket, but it, you well, know. you better make it out on January twenty second, or have had made it out. Had <laughs> and if, and if had. you like what you hear and you missed us because this is now um, no longer talking about future dates and is talking about past dates as if they're future, which is blowing your mind. Yeah. Um, we will we will be back soon, and you know, you know. Hit us up on the interwebs and uh, let us know you want us to come back, and we'll say high fives. Okay. I will say I can. I know with certainty that at least two people heard you before and are now fans from the previous <laughs> oh, podcast. That's, oh, so, that's awesome. So I mean that that's a success rate. That, I wonder if these same two people would be interested in an animated GIF yeah. to watch. Wow, that's a twelve percent. Uh, addition to our listener base yeah total i know that's not true <laughs> i've seen i've seen the uh cincinnati crowds you draw so i know that's not true it happens um well thank you everyone all all seeds all seeds on deck thanks yes thank you i have i have something to say all right. um, i've got something to say i got i got something to say i first want to say um that any time that I am an adult and I get to be on the road um, playing music with these two guys is a beautiful thing. And I love my bandmates so much. And thank you guys for being so awesome. Oh my and, um, and to be in a city that is not our city, no matter how much we love it. Um, and to be uh, invited to um, hang out and play music in your kitchen, not once, but twice now. Um, and and it, this is intimate, and it is a really lovely. And thank you so much for having us. And you know, I know that that I see you maybe two or three times a year. Um, you know, whether mostly I think when you're visiting Cincinnati, and we just happen to run into each other at the same place out, um, and and that we don't know each other too too well. But I always get the sense that as a creative, one thing that is really remarkable about you is that when you have the drive to do something, um, you go ahead and you do it and you don't necessarily just keep sitting on an idea and that's uh, really uh, inspiring to me as a creative. And so um, thanks for inspiring me and for being so wonderful. Well, that's very kind of you to that say. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks, I'm just glad. I'm just glad we're all here right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there was a high five, but You'll have to guess at home who the participants were. <laughs> Two out of four people have high-fived. You be the judge, judge, judge. But that could be a game. That yeah. could be a game. Sort of like a clue type clue type thing. I like this. We're going to work on a... Somebody high-fived in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it could also be a song. Mm-hmm. Somebody got five and the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, an old-timey. Old a song that Joe's grandfather used to play. <laughs> Cue uh, the banjo. <laughs> play it off. All right. That, oh, oh, no. no. Catastrophic disaster. Um,
didn't mean it for that to be a real catastrophe. No, it all worked out. All right, thank you again, everybody. Uh, if you like listening to this podcast, keep doing it. <laughs> the end. Agreed. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I forgot. Um, I like at the very end for the guests to have one last little thing. That Joe should do this since he's new here. Okay. Um, so uh, when I point at you, okay. you're going to ring that bell. And then after you ring the bell, you have to say some profound final statement before the end music and... Never do anything ever. <laughs>